Hello and welcome to the ISBA BursaCast podcast, the podcast on operational and regulatory issues impacting independent schools. This episode has been recorded and released on the 8th of June in the afternoon. First thing we'll touch on today is the ISBA mentoring service, which is now available. The ISBA has decided to start a formal and paid-for mentoring and coaching service for bursars in member schools. The scheme will run on an annual basis, with schools buying a set number of hours in blocks of 10 per year to be delivered virtually or face-to-face. The aim is to provide bursars who are new to the sector with some guidance in the early months or years of their appointments, thus allowing them to come to grips with the job more quickly than if they had no support. We have a number of bursars in post who are qualified as coaches, and if there are bursars whose experience has taken them beyond mentoring, but who they feel could benefit from a coaching service, that too will be available. Blocks of time will be charged at £1,800 for every 10 hours. The coaching and mentoring relationship relies on a link and empathy between the two people involved, so mentors and mentees will have a chance to choose the people with whom they work. To that end, anyone who would like to become a mentor will have to be aware that they will be part of a selection process and an appointment will not be automatic. The contractual details are that the school will contract with ISBA to provide the service and the mentors will be employed by ISBA to provide the service to the school. If you would like to be considered as a mentor, please forward your name to Amanda White, that's amanda.white at theisba.org.uk, with a very short bullet point CV. Please also contact Amanda if you would like to purchase mentoring or coaching time. So with that discussed, we're going to let you know about the Building Safety Act that has come in. In June 2022, the government introduced the Building Safety Act, which paved the way for the Health and Safety Executive to establish a new building safety regulator. The building safety regulator will provide oversight of the entire built environment, raise standards for building safety across the industry and deliver the new regulatory regime for higher risk buildings. HRBs are defined under the Act as buildings with at least one storey 18 metres or more above ground level, or seven storeys in height, and which contains at least two residential units. There is more guidance to be found in the bulletin. The next note to discuss is the Charities Act 2022 update. I've condensed this down for the podcast, but the full note is available in the bulletin. So the Charities Act 2022 introduces several changes that will impact independent schools. The Department for Digital, Culture, Media and Sport has confirmed that these changes will come into force in June 2023, with the exact date to be announced soon. Here are the key highlights. Number 1. Permanent Endowment, Sections 9-14, 35A. Charities will have new statutory powers to spend from a smaller value, permanent endowment fund, £25,000 or less, without requiring charity commission authority. Certain charities will be allowed to borrow up to 25% of their permanent endowment fund without commission authority, and charities opting for a total return investment approach can use permanent endowment for social investments with a negative or uncertain financial return, as long as any losses are offset by other gains. Number two, charity land, 
sections 17, 19 to 22. The Act simplifies legal requirements for the disposal of charity land, including selling, transferring or leasing. Changes include widening the category of designated advisors, allowing trustees, officers or employees to provide advice on disposals, giving trustees discretion in advertising proposed disposals and removing the need for commission authority for short-term residential leases to charity employees. Number 3. Charity Names, Section 25-28. The Commission gains new powers to direct a charity to stop using a working name if it's offensive, misleading or too similar to another charity's name. The Commission can delay registration of a charity with an unsuitable name or delay entry of a new unsuitable name onto the register of charities. Powers relating to exempt charities will be used in consultation with the principal regulator. And 4. Connected Persons, section 38-39. The Act updates the definition of a connected person by removing outdated language. Please note that some provisions related to disposals by liquidators, mortgages by liquidators and changes to statements and certificates will come into force by the end of 2023, not in June 2023. These changes aim to streamline legal requirements, empower charities with certain limits and enhance regulatory oversight. Independent school bursars and finance managers should stay informed about these provisions to ensure compliance and effective management of their institutions. Moving on from this to the National Cyber Security Centre Cyber Advisor Scheme, the NCSC has launched a new Cyber Advisor Scheme that aims to help the UK's SMEs with trusted cybersecurity advice. The scheme, aimed at small organisations that lack in-house expertise, provides access to cost-effective advice and hands-on help to guard against the most common cyber attacks. Initially, this advice will focus on the five technical controls set out in the government-backed Cyber Essentials Certification Scheme. And while organisations don't need to be aiming for Cyber Essentials Certification, the NCSC is confident that these controls mitigate the majority of high-volume, low-skill cyber attacks. From protecting your school's cyber health to mental health, There are to be a series of mental health webinars sponsored by Ecclesiastical Insurance and delivered by Mental Health in Business. Ecclesiastical is pleased to offer a mental health webinar to ISBA members delivered by Mental Health in Business. It is titled Understanding Self-Harm. The date is the 19th of June 2023 from 11 to 12 noon. Self-harm is a confronting subject and one that affects many children and young people. It is important that those living with and responsible for the safety and well-being of young people understand the risk factors of self-harm and how to respond to incidents of self-harming behaviour. For more information and to register for the webinar, please head to Mental Health in Business or the Ecclesiastical Insurance website. Keeping with the health theme, each year around 12,000 people die from work-related lung diseases linked to past exposure to hazardous substances at work. These figures include inhalation of wood dust that cause occupational asthma and, in the case of hardwoods, sinonasal cancer. These deaths are preventable if exposure to the risk is effectively controlled. 
HSE inspectors will check the woodwork is planned correctly to minimise risk and that adequate control measures are in place to protect workers' health. Through our inspections of a variety of woodworking businesses, we are highlighting the risks of occupational asthma and the devastating impact lung disease has on workers' lives. This is a note from the HSE, and visit their website to see more of their campaign. Sticking with HSE for a second, they have launched a new guide to help you quickly find and understand what your business must do to comply with health and safety law. Additionally, the HSE's guidance on asbestos can be accessed on the bulletin, and its new podcast on disability in the workplace is also worth a listen and can be found via their website. Moving on from all things health to all things partnership. Partnerships Workbook, Building a Cross-Sector Partnerships Strategy, a DIY course for independent schools is now available. The Partnerships Workbook is a comprehensive guide to independent state school partnerships and contains more than 100 pages of expert support, whatever your starting point, aims, location or resources. The resource helps heads, bursars and partnership leads to develop partnerships which meet the needs of the whole community and demonstrate mutual benefit, align with whole school strategy, and measure and report on impact. Julie Robinson, the CEO of ISC, says, There is an enormous amount of goodwill in independent schools around developing partnership programmes with state schools, but good intentions are not enough to ensure successful, meaningful projects. Getting partnerships right requires local understanding, strategy, careful thought and preparation. In this workbook, Christina Aston shares her experience and expertise so that any partnership lead can have a head start in getting partnerships right. The workbook launched on the 5th of June and ISBA schools are able to get a discount, so head to the bulletin to see details of that. The final thing to note is the ISBA podcast programme is developing from having these episodes to also having an additional Friday episode where we'll be hearing specifically from a sector expert about a topic that bursas have to deal with. These episodes will be under half an hour and offer some key insights from experts into specific themes. Tomorrow's episode is with Simon Holden of Decipher Cyber and will focus on cybersecurity within schools. So tune in to that from 10am tomorrow. With all of the updates mentioned, we'll jump to ISBA's top tip of the week, which is if you booked a place at ISBA's annual conference and missed any of the sessions on the days you had booked or would like to re-watch them, they are now available in ISBA's reference library. And the final point of discussion will be around the ISBA's professional development programme. ISBA has now changed its webinar program from WebEx to Zoom, which we hope will allow more of our member schools to access the program. If you don't already have a Zoom account, please allow some time before you next view one of our webinars to set this up in advance. The webinars take place on Tuesdays and Fridays. They are 60 minutes in duration and are free of charge, unless otherwise stated. And that will be all from the ISBA today. Please tune in tomorrow for the cybersecurity special. If you do find these episodes useful, please make sure to share them with members of your team. And if you'd like to say hello or offer some suggestions for ideas that you'd like to hear on the podcast, because after all, it is for you, please email podcast at theisba.org.uk. 
farewell. <laughs> <laughs>